you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Confidently Flawed podcast. Brooke and Danny here, ready to give you the secret sauce to living your best life. And today it is, we're coming up here at Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. And it's usually a busy time. We're getting last minute vacations in. Maybe you have kids, you're getting them ready for school. Maybe they've already started school this week. But we start to, you know, things start to, to change a little bit in the next couple of weeks for most of us, right? Especially if you're up here in Michigan, the, the weather's going to start changing a little bit. Our mindset starts changing a little bit. And I think one of the biggest things that happens during this time is we, we find ourselves saying like, you know what? I had fun this summer. It was great, but I'm, I'm feeling a little out of shape. I'm feeling like those, uh, those summer beers got, got to me a little bit, right? So what do we do to kind of get back into the swing of things after summer? Right. And you, you guys know we're, we're all about balance. We're all about, you know, living your best life and having fun and doing that. We just want to teach you those little tricks and tips that you can kind of, you know, have your cake and eat it too, if you will. Right. Live your healthiest life, but also have fun while you're doing it. Enjoy your life. So Brooke, when you're, when you're getting in the mindset of, you know, summer's kind of wrapping up, you you might start focusing on your health a little bit more, things ease up a little bit more for you. Like, what are you doing when it comes to kind of getting back to it after summer? Yeah, that's, that's a really great point, Danny. I, first off, how is summer almost done? I, I just cannot believe it. Like time has flown, but it's exciting because of course my wedding's coming up, but I just, I still can't believe summer is almost done. But, you know, I think something that I always tell myself is first off, I'm sure everyone who listens to the show knows that I tend to always live in the future, but I'm going to give you guys an excuse of this is an okay thing to live in for the moment. And the reason why I say that is because I know how the holidays are always, they always turn out, right? We go from basically a sugar holiday of Halloween until a food holiday to Thanksgiving. And then we go to Christmas and then we go to new year's and it's just like, poof, there's three months of just unhealthy eating and drinking and all of the different things. And guys, we're not too far from that. And so something that helps with my mindset of we need to really start to get back on track. If you feel like you have maybe splurged or fell off the wagon a little bit in the summer, because you have to set your pace for the end of this year. Your, your year is not chalk done. Like it's not, oh, well, screw it. I, I ate healthy or unhealthy all summer. I, I drank, I didn't work out as much. I'm just, I'm just going to start in 2023 guys. There's no better time than to start right now. And that's for everything. But the reason why I also say it's so much more important, because if you get in the mindset of going, uh, I'll start eventually. And then you're going to snip, like wake up and all of a sudden it's going to be Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and new year's. And then you're going to look back at the beginning of 2023 and go, wow, like my 2022 from the summer on was just unhealthy habits. And so the first thing I think is important is to know what's coming and to not allow yourself to just go, oh, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to start next year, start now. And, And that's the best recommendation I could have is I don't care if it's a Monday. I don't care if it's a Friday. I don't care if it's a Thursday afternoon. I don't care if it's Saturday at two in the morning, guys, 
You can start whenever. I don't believe in this whole idea of you got to start on Monday. That's just the start of a new week. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Start wherever you're at and 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 know that, you know what, it's time. Does that mean that you have to completely rip off the Band-Aid and go from never working out to getting in the gym six times a week or you know, drinking all the time to cold turkey, no drinking. No, ease into it, set goals. You want to get back into the gym. Okay. Let's start just twice a week. And then the next week, three days a week and work up to it. And that will help you get back on track. Cause there's nothing like just ripping off the bandaid and then setting such high expectations for yourself that they're unattainable. And then when things are unattainable, we get down on ourselves. We feel unconfident. We feel like a failure. So we just give up, give yourself those small wins. Again, come to the gym twice a week, check done next week, three times a week and work yourself up to getting back into that routine. What would you say, Danny would be some suggestions that you would have getting back on track after the fast summer that we just experienced? Yeah, it is wild. And I mean, again, those that listen to the episode, you as well, Brooke, like we're, we're summer bodies, man. We, we love the summer. So it's, it's kind of disappointing, but it is what it is where we're talking good things here. So I, uh, you know, I'm going to agree Brooke with you and also kind of disagree in, and, and this may sound weird for me because I'm, I'm kind of like, give it my all, all the time, you know, is I, I think it's good to start slow. And I think it's, I, I hundred percent agree, you know, the, the biggest gap or the biggest reason that we, we don't do it is that that big, like daunting, like, Oh, I got to get started with it. Right. Once you do it, it's really no different than if you ever stopped, right. It's, you had that workout today. It's, it's pretend you you've been doing the workouts the whole time. Right. It's not really that much different as if you're already in it. The hardest part is just starting. Like you were saying, you know, just, just do whatever you need to do to just get started. But here's what I'm going to tell you guys is Instead of even, you know, I think what Brooke's saying is good and start slow, you know, say just I'm going to work out two, two times or whatever it is. Just just say I'm going to work out once like I'm going to work out one singular time. I'm not I'm not going to put any expectations out there because I'm not going to say I'm going to do two times. I'm going to do three times. I'm going to, you know, this next month, I'm going to meal plan every week and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. Just say I'm going to work out Monday morning or Saturday morning. Don't wait till Monday. Right. Cause I, I do agree with that as well. Um, but just say, I'm going to work out, put it in your calendar, put it in your schedule and don't even put any other expectations. If you can even just say, I'm going to do that almost like it's a doctor's appointment that it's just like a one-off thing. Just start with that because once you do it, you're like, you know what? I, I got this. I'm back. You know, I can get back to that. That wasn't so bad, you know? So what I would encourage is don't even put the expectations out there at first just say, I'm going to do, I'm going to Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it is, I'm going to jump in and do this. And that's what I'm going to do. And then whatever happens after that, you can start to build from there and build that momentum. But the hardest part is, is just starting. And if we put these big audacious goals sometimes, and, and these big things in front of us, we'll probably procrastinate a lot of the times because we don't feel we can follow through with it. So if you just say, you know what, next week, I'm going to work out. When can I do it? All right, I'm going to do it there. Not not even forward thinking as much, you know. I, I think it's good to to know what's coming up, all that, like Brooks talking about. But like to just get started, like just say I'm gonna work out once. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat healthy for breakfast tomorrow. Like that's it, right? Like just just start with something and say that's my singular thing because it's, you know, it's we hear the all or nothing so frequently. Like I hear it all the time. Like well, I'm just all or nothing, right? But then you talk about our goals, and then it's like 
well, I want to, I want to live healthy and be lean and, and lose weight, but I don't want to give up X, Y, or Z. Like, so the goal is to live life with balance and not be all or nothing, but we, we, we label ourselves with, I am this. And I'll, I'll tell you what, if you can learn anything from this podcast, let this be the number one thing you ever learn. I am statements are extremely powerful. Nobody is anything. Brooke, you are not, you know, anything specific, right? I am not anything specific, but we start to live as if the labels that we we put on ourselves, right? So like, for instance, uh, I actually used to be very unorganized. So Brooke probably wouldn't believe that knowing my systematic brain that I, I do now, but it's because I trained myself. So I used to say all the time, I am unorganized or I am this, right? And you know, I am not an early person, you know? And so I, I just believe that, but it really, that's not who I am. It's not who anybody is. It's just something that I'm, I'm doing on a, a, a consistent basis. So stop telling yourself you're anything and because it's, it's really, you're just labeling something because we as humans, it's, it's kind of human nature. We like to label things. So stop doing that. And if you hear yourself saying that, just stop it in its track and, and say an I am statement for something positive. So if you want to get back to working out after the summer, right. And, and get, like, I'm going to do it instead of saying, well, I'm just not a person that likes to wake up earlier. I'm just not a person that works out regularly. Say the opposite and, and give yourself a reason for why it is that you are. So I am, I am an early riser because blank, right. Come up with it. Because if you can say an, I am because you're going to start to believe everything that you say. So just changing your mindset, changing your thought about things. That's how you make it stick. That's how you get started with it. And that's kind of how you get back into it after it. Stop labeling, labeling yourself with these negative connotations and start saying the I am because statements that are powerful for you with life that you want to live and just do so in a way that you don't have to be all or nothing. Because the goal probably is to figure out a way to do it with balance. I don't think I've ever heard anybody tell me, say, I want to lose a bunch of weight and I want to be super strict the rest of my life, right? Like that's, nobody has probably ever said that. So the goal is always to get results, be healthier, have more energy, lose weight, all that stuff, but within a parameters of the way that you want to live. So stop, stop labeling the goals or the, the, the process that you have to do as such, or that it has to be that way, figure out what's going to work for you and, and, and stop living in that all or nothing kind of mindset. I'm still shook that Danny said that he was unorganized. <laughs> I wish you guys would have saw my face. Oh my goodness. But I couldn't agree with you more on the I am statements. I, I think that's such a powerful mental strength tool is the I am statements because just like Danny was saying on the negative side of saying that you are, for example, like I am unhealthy. I am fat. I have a, you guys heard my butt story. If you haven't go back to like one of the first few episodes, like I, my therapist told me to look in the mirror and look at my booty and literally be like, Oh girl, look at that booty. Because I was convincing myself and tricking my brain into, or not even tricking my brain, but getting rid of the negative thoughts that I would have every time I look at myself in the bot in the mirror and in return, have a positive comment. And I truly do. I think that's such a great way to get your mindset back into where it needs to be. So rather than sitting there and saying, I am a failure after summer, or I am just unhealthy now, I am going to do this. I am going to get to the gym once a week. I am. And you just keep reiterating those statements. I think that's powerful. And, you know, Danny, I, I do in a sense agree with you of 
the start small and it doesn't necessarily have to be once a week or twice a week, whatever that's going to look like for you. But I want to piggyback on that. So I'm almost kind of, I don't want to say flip-flopping what I said, but piggybacking on something that Danny said. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I think that one of the biggest reasons why people get back into things and then fail what they were trying to get back into is because they go too hard because they go, okay, I'm going to get back into strength training and they haven't worked out or done strength training in six months. So they go to the gym back to back, do upper body, lower body. They can't move the next day. They can't sit on the toilet because their legs are so sore and they can't lift up their arms because their arms are so sore. And then guess what happens after that? You don't go to the gym because you're uncomfortable and we don't like to be uncomfortable. We like to live in in comfort and the same thing can go with your food. If you just rip off the bandaid and all of a sudden cut all your carbs and decrease your caloric intake by say 800 calories, you're going to be starving by day three. And then by day three, you might binge eat because you're so hungry and then essentially start back at square one. So I do think there are so many benefits to starting small because it also sets you up for more success than having road bumps, like being sore or binge eating because you're so hungry. And then you slowly work your way up to there. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel sore. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel hungry or whatever that may be that you're getting back into. But I think if you take it to the extreme where you just pick up a barbell and squat 135 pounds and you're just like, I'm back into it. And you haven't picked up a barbell in six months. That might be a rough toilet seat experience for you, I would have to say. So easing into it is a great way to help you get back into that routine and you slowly work that way up to it. And that's going to lead into so much more success. Yeah. Study studies show that when you focus on one thing at a time, you're that much, you're way more likely to succeed. I, I don't remember the stat exactly, but it's, it's a very high percentage of success rate uh, in, in comparison to somebody that focuses on 30 different things. It's you're, you're just much more likely to succeed because you're going to, you can put all your effort and focus into it, you know, and somebody that's, you know, doing 30 things to, at a time, like they, they're just kind of like spread thin and not really giving any one thing too much effort. And what happens is like you talked about, like they fizzle out after a few weeks where the person that's one focus, one focus, one focus is grinding away. And then they move to the next focus once they have that one under wraps. And 12 months later, they're like, wow, I just, I just created 12 to 15 new habits for myself and I'm rocking it. Like I, I, I have the foundation out to fall back on. And then the other person's still on trial number 35 of, trying to restart, you know what I mean? So it's really powerful. Just, just having a singular focus when you're doing it. And, you know, I, I have a story for you guys. It's, I, I was talking to a sports psychologist one time when I, while I was in college and he was, he was explaining the pitfalls of expectations. And I, I may have shared this before, but it's, 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 it always resonated with me with expectations is, you know, the person that, that we're talking about that, that just goes hard at it, you know, puts the bar on their back with 135 pounds, like Brooks talking about and just goes after it. Like what, what happens is we put these expectations of like, all right, this month I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to work out four times a week. I'm going to meal prep every week. I'm going to eat protein to each meal. I'm going to do like, like all these massive things when all summer, all I was doing was sitting on the boat drinking, right? Like that's a big difference and big jump to jump into. And 
what, what they found, uh, is the sports psychologist, they were studying a, a small university, uh, Virginia Commonwealth, you know, quite, you know, I don't know, it was like seven, eight years ago in the, the March madness tournament for basketball. And this little team, like they're like one of the, the, the lower seated teams, they weren't expected to do very good. And they, they won their first game and then they won their second game and then they won their third game. And they were like blowing good teams out, like some of the best in the country. And like, they were just, they were having fun because they had no expectations. Literally nobody expected them to win any of these games. So they're flowing, they were going and they got all the way to the final four. And I, I, I think it was the final four is, you know, so the last four teams in, in the whole tournament out of 64 teams, they, they got to that. And now everyone's like, you know what? I think this team can win. And, and everyone started picking them. I think they're actually even the favorite and they just tanked. They were so bad because now they had all this pressure and these expectations on them. And then the, the psychologist was kind of diving into that, like what happened, but it's like, you're free flowing. You're just going with it. If it's, if you don't have these expectations. So we tell people all the time, like, we're going to help you lose 30 pounds. Like we'll get you there, but like, don't put the expectation on that. Don't focus on that. And I know I've said this one as well. Like don't focus on the scoreboard, focus on the field, right? The scoreboard will work its way out. You know, I'm just going to focus on what's this next play I have to do. What's this next process? What do I have to do today to move me one step closer, regardless of where I'm at today or what I'm going to be at tomorrow. I'm just going to do what I need to do. And for, for you guys coming back from summer, it's just to get started. So focus on that one thing that's going to get you to get started that, you know, for sure you can at least follow through with and do, and just start with that and stop focusing on Like, don't, don't worry about the outcome. Don't worry about the expectations of what you should do or what a, a super perfect, healthy version of yourself would do right this instant. And just say, what, what is the first thing that I need to do? And then go from there. You share that before. And I absolutely love that because it, it, it's so true. If we have expectations, there's that added pressure. And then I think there's also that added disappointment that if we don't exceed those expectations and trust me, guys, I am probably the worst one to sit there and say this because I always set super high expectations for myself, but there is so much benefits to, I don't want to say not trying to reach for the top, but slowly working your way up there. I am a huge list person. I am a huge, like, I like to check things off. And when I try to hit my end goal, like you can set an expectation, like Danny said, to lo- to lose 30 pounds, but that shouldn't be your, your, your focus right then and there. It's the little things get to the gym once a week. Okay. We're going to eliminate this one food twice a week. So no chips twice a week. And we slowly work up to it. And then you build that ladder to the top rather than just running to the top um, and, and just getting there because those little steps will help you get to where your end goal is. So thinking about coming back in after summer, yes, you can have a big goal. What do you want to accomplish? But I challenge you guys to set those small goals step by step. What are we going to do to get back into the full swing of things? Not just, all right, I'm going to rip off the bandaid and tomorrow we are back to our normal schedule, our regular program settings like we did at the beginning of summer. No, 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 no slowly work up to it and then you will be so much more satisfied because not you not only will be able to get to that big expectation but you'll be able to check things off i accomplished this i accomplished this so you're start going to start to have more self satisfaction for sure so danny what would you say is your one thing and your one takeaway from just how to get back on track after summer yeah that's a good question in you know, kind of like wrapping a bow on what we talked about too, is, 
y'all, y'all know I'm, I'm a big believer in setting standards for your life, right. And setting standards for, for yourself and, and living up to those standards. There's a difference between standards and expectations. So I don't want you guys to get confused. You know, when I, you know, you hear me one time saying you, know, you need to set standards for yourself. And then you hear me another time saying, don't have expectations. But the difference is, is the expectations are the expectation of what you should be doing and the outcome that you're trying to pursue. Whereas the standards are focus on more of the process as, as opposed to the outcome and focus on what it is that I, I know I can do, or I am doing right. So th- there's definitely a vast difference there. So like, for me, like when it comes to like my healthy life, if you will, like I'm, I'm not so much focused on the expectations. I solely focus on like a couple key things that I know are going to keep me grounded that I always live by. So like, I try for the most part to like, only have alcohols on like Friday and Saturday. You know what I mean? It doesn't always happen, but that's what I attempt to, right? Um, I try to get in some level of three workouts a week, whether they're 20 minutes, whether 45 minutes, whether an hour, rarely do I ever do an hour, but you know, it's, you know, I, I try to get something in, right? That's not super high level. It's just me who I am. I am a person that works out three times a week, right? Um, I try to eat a lot of protein because that will help keep me satiated, maintain my muscle mass, things like that. And I just eat frequently. Once I start my first meal, I eat every three to four hours, keep my blood sugar stable. Like that's it. Like I don't do anything magical outside of that. And I keep a healthy body. I keep, um, you know, I'm relatively happy with my physique, things like that. And I don't do anything crazy. And I don't, I don't look for the expectations of like, I should be down 20 more pounds. You know what I mean? I'm just focusing on the standards that I set for myself and everything falls into place. So I think that's really, really critical when you're doing this. And I think if there's that one takeaway that you kind of should be doing for me, it's, it's letting go of instead of like the all or nothing mindset, when you're getting back into the swing of things and and saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to do all of these different things. It's to let go of those expectations when you're getting started, because that is where you're going to fizzle out on. So getting started, but not having the expectations, have a plan, have standards that you're going to put in a play that you say you're going to do that, you know, you can follow through with, but don't have the expectations at least to start. I love that. That's so similar to what I would say, Danny, but I'm going to twist it a little bit in the sense of yes, don't have those expectations, but start, start small, right? Start small, getting back into that routine. Yes. Don't set those expectations that you are going to get back to exactly where you were, but taking that a little bit further of just start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. If you sit there and go, oh, I I just can't, or I I was a failure. Again, those I am statements. If we keep focusing on the negative I am statements versus the positive I am statements, that that will be so much more beneficial for you, but you just got to start somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's a Monday or a Sunday or a Wednesday, get started and slowly start working your way up to what it is that you want to accomplish. So we hope you guys still continue to enjoy your summer. We're not saying that summer's over, but unfortunately Labor Day is just right around the corner. And that tends to be kind of the ideal end of summer party. So enjoy the rest of your summer, but also know that you matter and taking care of yourself and your health matters. And that you know, really starting to just focus getting back into where you're at. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week of Confidently Flawed. We appreciate 
appreciate you guys always tuning in week after week. If you haven't yet given us a review, we would absolutely love that. If you just scroll to the bottom of Apple Podcasts, you'll see a spot where there's a couple stars and it will say write a review. If you can just take a couple seconds and write us a review, we would absolutely appreciate that. So thanks again for tuning in, guys, and we will see you next week with another episode of Confidently Flawed. Thank you.